Hey guys, Dan Waltzman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. It has been an amazing last few weeks, has it not? If you were part of the mini-series called Bring Your Own Awesome, thank you so much for contributing and allowing us to tell your stories. If you're someone who hasn't listened to that mini-series, well then open your podcast app, back up, scroll down. You'll want to grab all 13 of those episodes. Thank you, Brock. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Matt. Thank you to the entire team who made that possible. Uh, it, it, it takes a team. It takes a big team. It takes a good team. It takes a lot of people with fresh ideas and imagination and creativity. And a lot of the tasks around that, uh, that bring your own podcast series, bring your own awesome podcast series. We're just mastering the details. I thought I would take a few minutes, this, this, uh, this podcast to tell you a little bit of the behind the scenes story about how that all came to be. And that'll tie it into our topic for this month, which is bringing surprise and delight. It's not something that's easy, but it's, it's a strategy that I have used throughout my entire career to help companies generate billions of dollars and grow by thousands and thousands of percent each year. And if that sounds too fanciful, then I hope you hang with me for the next few episodes so that we can dig into more of this and you get a firm, crisp grasp of that next level of awesomeness. Probably two months ago, I got a call from Brock Edwards, who's a close friend. He's obviously in the group. And uh, those of you who've been to Awesome Palooza have had a, a couple opportunities to meet him and shake his hand and get to know him a little bit better. He called me and he said, Dan, you know, it's, it's cool that you interview all these famous people. And I like your famous friends. They seem to have good insights and, and nothing wrong with it. But we have some incredible people inside this group, and I'm blown away every time I interact because I leave feeling like, holy cow, you know, there, there, there's a lot for me to learn just from the people inside this community. And uh, I didn't disagree. I, I, I'm blown away by the people that we do have in our community. Um, I wasn't sure where he was going, so I just continued to listen. He said, what if we did an interview with just some people inside the community who have these rich stories to tell. Now, getting other people to tell their story is, is not necessarily an easy thing. For those of you who listened to the last 13 episodes, you're like, wow, those are some good stories, weren't they? <laughs> they were great stories. But getting someone to share their story is hard. There's two reasons. Number one, one group of people, uh, they they're not on the other end of their story yet. And so they, they dramatize the fear and anguish and things like that. And then it's hard to associate with. On the other hand, and, and by the way, the first reason is not something that I was really concerned about. But if you've ever been hanging around on Facebook and you, know, you hear people coming off with that tone of life is horrible and, 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 and you know they're in the middle of a battle, but, but they've not been to the other side of it. On the other end of it, and perhaps it's, remar- it's remarkable, it's remarkable, is that winners often underestimate the obstacles that they've been through and around in order to achieve success. We started off this series by talking to, to Sean, who now has a headphone cover uh, company, who's doing some really remarkable things. And what's neat is, you know, he... He went from walk-on to Olympic um, training for the Olympics. I guess you call that Olympic trainee. I think that's right. 
um, to then becoming homeless and realizing that, you know, most people who are homeless stay that way because everything begins to spiral out of the control. Then they lose their job, then they lose something else, then they lose this. And over time, their homelessness becomes quite permanent. Even though we might look at them and say, oh, just pull yourself up out of, out of uh, you know, whatever trouble you're in and go make it happen. It's a lot harder said than done. But he just, you know, and when he's describing this, he's like, I was homeless and I knew I had to get out of homelessness. And then I did. I worked really hard and did. But, you know, all of the obstacles around that were just compressed into a, sh- into a short, short period of time. So I really wanted to dig into those obstacles. I wanted to see what they'd been through. And each person, Chris Rondo, who's literally a rocket scientist, rocket engineer, talked about seven years he's been building uh, his, his, his next business where he donates his time to helping men become better leaders. It's a nonprofit. He specifically works with churches, but he also works with groups at companies uh, where men who just know they want to be better versions of themselves, be better dads, be better husbands, just be better leaders, he can help them. You know, Bethany Michaels was talking about her cycle. And, you know, we were, we were talking about Michelle Sandow, who was talking about, you know, her passion for writing this book. And then there was Austin and Annie and, and just everybody from Jeremy and Chanel. And I'm going to leave names out. And I'm going to feel like a jerk. Petra, every single person had hardship and troubles and just things that are scary going on in their life. And yet they all came back with a few simple common bits of advice. It sounds corny and somewhat superficial and a little bit like foo-foo to tell you to persist. But that's what I heard from every single person in that room. Persist, persist, persist. If you have a goal, if you have a mission, if you've got a dream, you have to persist because life comes at you hard. Annie was particularly interesting, pretty, pretty motivating. We were talking and she has been in a transitional period in her life over the last uh, period of time, six, nine months. And while we were talking, she affirmed that she wanted to make this big change in her life. She wanted to become a life coach. She didn't have experience, but she's had experience in front and behind the camera um, in, in, in news in Texas for many years, almost 20 years. But she wanted to have this other this other thing that was really on her mind. She'd been going through a divorce and some other things. She decided she was going to go take the leap and become a life coach. In between the time that we recorded her episode and actually it went live, that happened. She got that training. She got that training. And she's now on a path to pursue that mission, which is exciting. So all of this, all these interviews are happening. Once we conducted the interviews and we used them a piece of software called Zencaster, which allowed Brock and me and the person uh, that we were interviewing to all be on kind of this web platform that uses voice over IP. You can plug in your microphones and, and then it, it, it kind of um, it, it pulls all the audio together. Now that might seem like a golden solution and don't get me wrong. It was pretty magical, but we, you know, we had, we, we had, uh, we had, you know, uh, problems with people logging in, uh, you know, getting their microphone to work, things like that. Just kind of normal things. Every once in a while, uh, Brock and I would be messaging each other during an interview and he'd be like, I can't hear you. Or I'd message him, I can't hear you. You know, just the, the platform itself goes a little uh, wiry, but then you just, 
reset it and keep keep the interview keep the interview going. Once all the episodes were recorded, uh, Sarah went through and listened to all of them. In fact, she's probably listened to every episode five or six times. Um, and she listened to it for several things. One, at first glance, she was just trying to get a feel of what this was about. What are the nuggets? What are the talking points about a particular episode? Once the episodes were categorized that way, they each had like a bullet, a few bullet points associated to them. We then wanted to, we had this idea that instead of using the music, you know, the music that opens this podcast and that ends this podcast, um, we wanted a, a different set of music. Well, we had interviewed a rock star on our series, Jeremy Bowyer, and we said, well, can we use some of your music? Of course, he was very gracious. We did that. Then Sarah went back and found snippets from each episode. So that one little piece of, 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 it could be one sentence, four words, five words that, re, that someone said that was really gripping. We then stitched them all together. And that's how you have the opening that you heard. A little bit of music, people saying quotes. Then I just so happened I was in Dallas while this whole two months process was going on, speaking for a large group. And, and Brock met me uh, there in Dallas, and, and um, we recorded the opening part where I say, you know, welcome to Bring Your Own Podcast. I'm Dan Walshman. I'm here with my partner in crime, Brock. And so that's where we recorded that all inside my hotel suite. Uh, so that was, that's how that part got done. Uh, then we put, of course, the episode at the beginning, or the, the, we had the opener, the bumper, then we had the uh, podcast episode, and then at the very end, you heard me leave you with the ending bumper as well. So that's all that that happened. And then we had another challenge, which was uh, transcripts. I felt like I wanted all of these on my blog. If you go to danwaltzman.com slash blog, you'll be able to see all of the podcast transcripts there. And so I thought, well, you know, how do I do that? So um, we went to, we used a service called Trent, T-R-I-N-T, which is about $15 an hour. And they do basically machine um, transcription. It's not a person. It's, it's a you know, really, really sl- smart machine. It did all the transcription. It put a blob of text on the screen, then went back. And for each person, we created a little highlight reel to put on our Facebook page. Somewhere in the middle of this series, um, we were talking about doing a Facebook Live with each person. I, th- I thought and I pushed the team. I said, you know, these people are delivering such great content. I, I'm moved by it. If I heard a podcast like that, I would love to meet a person. Hearing Sean, hearing Petra, you know, hearing any, any of our people, Chris, talking about seven years of building this new, this new service, I would want to actually see the person, like meet them, right? And so what we did was we said, great, let's create a Facebook Live. Not everyone, I think, felt comfortable doing it. That's why you didn't hear everybody. We offered it to everyone. We, we didn't just have a few people. We, we would love to have had everybody on a Facebook Live, but not everyone uh, was, was uh, I guess, either had time or, or wanted to do that. But I wanted you to meet them. To do that, we put together a custom highlight reel. Now, Sarah had already listened to all the episodes, but she had to go back and listen to them again to grab basically out of a 20 or 30 minute episode, one minute versus uh, of um, like one sentence teasers 
And so we then stitched those together into a little movie. We went and went to that person's profile if we could, if we were friends with them and began to grab some, you know, images and pictures and then made a little mini movie that we then, uh, was sized for Instagram and Facebook. It would then go up on uh, that page, would then push them to the Facebook. Had thousands and thousands of people come to those Facebook lives. If you were there, you would know that they were really, really, really cool. Every single one, besides us like losing connectivity and getting pushed off and then having to jump back on, besides the Wi-Fis, it was really amazing. We were so exhausted doing this whole process that literally last week after we we had finished the Bring Your Own Awesome series, it just so happened that the, our Edgy Nation launch happened at the same time. We also did an insane productivity webinar. We were so exhausted that I think Thursday, Friday, we just took half days, kind of put our head back in the game and just took a deep breath to try to breathe. But I wanted to say several things to you guys. Doing something truly remarkable takes a team. If you don't have a team, get a team. You don't need to have an expensive team. You don't need to have a team from Harvard. You don't need to have a team from MIT, Yale, or any place famous like that. We've got a team. We've got a team of people that work in the United States. We've got more people that work in the Philippines and that do work around the clock for us. Uh, we've got designers and web people who work from two to work for two to three dollars an hour. Abner and um, what's his name? I'm forgetting Neil. We've got an amazing, we've got, we've got audio engineers, okay, that will take this episode I'm recording right now. I'll take the memory card out of my Tasca mixing board, put it inside the computer and transfer to them in the Philippines. They will clean it up, make me smooth out my audio, make me sound amazing, add bumpers to it, do all of that work and upload it to the cloud for us for $2 an hour. And we've trained them and teach them. They're part of our family. We love on them, right? They're amazing people. We have a team. Now, Maybe tomorrow I'll come back and talk about insane productivity and how that ties into this idea of surprise and delight because you can't be surprising and delightful if you're not productive. Like the basics of business are being productive. But I wanted to share with you a couple of things. Number one, it takes a team. If you don't have a team, get a team. It's not expensive to get a team. In fact, for a while, you can get your team to work for free for you, right? If you have enough inspiration, if, if you're motivating enough, if you're, if you're engaging and passionate enough, you'll have people who are gladly work for free for you. So, so that's, that's pretty amazing. Number two, realize that every single person you meet on a daily basis is going through somebody, going through something. I'm going through something right now. You're going through something right now. Every single person you meet is going through something right now. Even if you've been a winner in the past, even if you're going to be a winner in the future, humans have tough times from time to time. So we don't need to hate on each other or be jealous or be envious. The best advice I could give you is to show a little more love and respect to those that you interact with on a daily basis. Realizing that when someone's snippy, they probably have nothing against you personally. It's just the fact that they're in pain. And when you're in pain, you want everyone else to feel your pain. You want whatever it takes to feel a little bit better. I realize that on this series. Number three, realize this, and maybe this is something you already know. An idea doesn't have to come from you to be awesome. In fact, two years ago, Sarah told me, two years ago, 
I should start interviewing people in our community. And I was like, eh, not that that was bad, but I thought, I think people want to hear famous people. That's what I, and I've got a lot of famous friends. I think that's what people want. So I told Sarah, no, people want to hear famous people. Maybe I was wrong. It seems like I was. Because what it seems like you want to hear is ordinary people who achieve epic levels of greatness. Driven people, right? That's what you want to hear. So not every idea has to come from you. Two months ago, Brock reaffirmed that. The last two weeks, you've, got a, you've had a chance to be a part of that. So not every great idea has to come from you, whether you're the boss where you work or whether you're the, you know, the guy wearing the big hat as an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter. Not every great idea has to come from you. And if you're not willing to listen and learn, read, read, get advice from others, then you're missing out on perhaps the best parts of your greatness. So guys, I'm going long. It's already been 17 minutes. I try to keep these things under 15. I want to leave you with a little behind the scenes. I can't wait to share more with you about Surprise and Delight uh, because it will have the greatest impact on your business, whether no matter what business it is, whether you work for somebody else or whether you are that somebody else, you're the boss. Surprise and Delight will change your entire world. So come back tomorrow. Come back and listen to the next few episodes where I'm going to give you the outline, the sketch on what it takes to deliver Surprise and Delight and why, why the bar is so low. You can all jump over it easily. But truly, truly delivering Surprise and Delight is our mission here at the Edgy Empire. It's all we think about. How can we do it better? How can we do more of what you want? How can we be so surprising and delightful that we just make your day? That being said, have a great day. Go be awesome. And I look forward to seeing you back here on the Edgy Conversations podcast over the next few days. <laughs>